Hello, and welcome to the State of Charge podcast, a fun, unique, and inspirational weekly podcast that is designed to help recharge your spiritual batteries. Hello, my name is John Mann. I am the host. I am here with Matt Schwartz, your co-host, and this weekly podcast will be brought to you each and every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is our goal and desire to bring you this midweek podcast to help lift your spirits and recharge your spiritual batteries. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into the episode. Oh, John, nobody knows what topics we do each week, right? We don't typically publicize ahead of time, right? Correct. So that's kind of going to work to our favor today because today we're going to talk about happiness and joy. I don't think so. Okay, no, that's not the topic. But I will say this. So the past couple of episodes, we've come in and like a couple weeks ago on Legacy, you were like, oh, I'm so like excited about this one. Yes. Uh, we talked about scarcity mentality last week and I came in and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yes. This is the first topic that we have both walked in and went, no right yes it's it's a valuation yes how how exciting is that that we both walked in this morning and we're like no we're gonna just choose a different topic so i'm kind of excited that this is a topic that if if people wonder if we're going to be truthful and transparent in this podcast today is your day to see that uh this is uh, it this is really good for us i I uh, just thought I'd throw that out at the beginning. Yes, this is definitely the topic I think that I have um, struggled with the most. Not struggle because there's not enough content to find. Right. And, no, and, not, and, not, sure. and, and not struggle because I, I didn't want to get up this morning and, and do this. Yes. The struggle is um, is is evaluation and evaluating my life. And I would, I would have to say that I have been deeply convicted by this uh, topic and yeah, it's, it's been, um, it's been a good one, good one for me. So this definitely shows that this is a topic you and I need to discuss and hopefully our listeners will, will feel that same conviction as well. So I was mentioning to you, you know, like, so I'm in my fifties now. And so this annual exam thing, right, is a big deal. Yeah. And, and everybody will say, like, you know, the exam, annual exam is a big deal. Yeah. Like, right. Everybody believes the annual exam's a big deal. But I guarantee most of us don't, don't go do for the annual <laughs> exam, right? We all agree this is important, it's helpful, it's necessary, but we don't do it. And we, I, we don't want to learn that the things that we've been eating and, or drinking all year ex- long exactly, are finally right? catching you know, up like, to us. Oh, you're... Because the the reality of the annual exam is it is going to tell you the state of reality. You know, so we talk about even like state of charge, right? (laughs) Like you're going to walk away with a clear picture of I can like wear my clothes a certain way to hide the weight. Like I can act like my blood pressure is fine. I I can do all these things. Right, right. But the reality is I'm going to walk out of that exam with a clear picture. And, And so... As much as I don't like this topic, I, I know this is so important in my own life to get a real picture. And, and I even just using the state of charge example, um, you know, unless you know what how many cycles are in a battery, yeah. you don't know what you've got left. Right. You know, you don't know how reliable is this going to be futuristically. And so for me, 
unless I'm willing to step into evaluation, I don't know what I've got. Yeah. And I don't know what's even available to me. And, and so I'm, I, in that sense, I, I know even if we're not necessarily super excited about this, it's, it's good medicine. Exactly. If you look at that battery concept, you know, there are things that are going to drain a battery and you go in and you go, to, you go to use that battery and all of a sudden, oh my goodness, it's not working. Well, why is this not working? And the same thing goes with our lives. We go in and we, we need the energy or we need the sustenance or we need the convictions to do something and there's just nothing there. Right. And um, it's, at least in this topic, it it has shown me it's probably because I haven't evaluated the things that have been going on. Well, and it's not until something happens that causes us to like, ah, yeah. now it's an issue. So yeah. I'll, I'll give an example. So uh, there was a new iOS update, right? And some great bells and whistles in the update, but the bells and whistles take energy. Yeah. And, and so all of a sudden I'm noticing my phone, which has been holding <laughs> a charge great all day is all of a sudden like, no longer. Yeah. And let me tell you how quick I was willing to go in and begin figuring out what, what's taking my battery. Were you evaluating? Rate. I was evaluating. Why right? your battery? I, I was literally going in like, <laughs> and so I, I'll, I'll like quickly cause I, 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 I would prefer my phone to last the day. Right. <laughs> sure. But I, I'll jumply. You know, I'll jumply, I'll quickly jump in to figure out what what's draining my cell phone battery right, because right. I need it. For, but how quick am I to to yeah. take the time to say, but what's doing that in, in my, my life, own life, my own life right now? Yeah, man, um, it, it it really was an eye opener for me. <laughs> you know, setting all joking aside, um, you know, I was thinking about. This this time of year, it's you know we're we're getting ready to celebrate Christmas and the New Year comes around and everybody's big on hey I'm going to create these New Year resolutions and I'm right. going to create these plans and I'm going to be very hopeful for what lies ahead and I think those are healthy things for us, but I don't ever hear anybody saying oh this is the end of the year we get to do our year end of the year evaluations yeah. so I'm so excited about that you know so. I think that, but it goes hand in hand. Um, if we're going to set these things and goals and objectives and things that we want to see happen in our lives, if for whatever reason they do not happen, or let's say they do happen in the, in a major positive way, evaluate why or why not, because then you want to make some adjustments. Yeah, and we was, never talk about that. There was this quote by A.C. Anderson I, I love, and he says, you are the only common denominator in everything that has happened to you in life. <laughs> The next part's good. Be it good or bad. To learn and grow from these experiences, you must accept the role you played in each of them. So, Matt, I have something for you. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. You are the only common denominator exactly, right? in your life. I am. And, and so... so oh, wait, uh, that goes both ways, too. It, right? it, it does, Can right? you say that to John, me? John Mann. Yes. You are the only common denominator wow. of your life. Radio voice and all. There it is. Uh, nice. So I woke up this morning, and we've talked about this. I've got a regular practice each morning of, of, of just journaling. It, it's primarily focused on gratitude, but it, it delves into, hey, what's, what's kind of going on? And as I was reflecting this morning and journaling and, well, wait for it, evaluating, mm. I began to realize, like, there has been this unattended fear in my life that has been draining a lot of my energy. It, it it's not like it was rocket science. It's not like it was, had I spent some energy, like it's not like I had to do a deep dive and it was in this deep, dark recess of my soul. Like it was right. there, 
But it wasn't until I, I paused to say, wow, like the, it's staring right at me mm-hmm. and I've just been ignoring it. And it's like, you know, uh, if you walk into a room and there's that person there that you're not in the greatest relationship with and you know they're there, but you're doing everything you can to avoid them, right? It, and right. I realized that's what I've been doing with this fear. And the, the funny part of it was is that evaluation this morning, when I really began to look at it, I began to see clearly how much energy it has really been affecting in my life, which is affecting creativity, which is affecting, you know, the quality of peace that mm-hmm. have been affecting my sleep. Like, and, and so as much as I don't like this topic, I realize when I do evaluation and I identify something and then I experience an increase in quality of life, then I appreciate it. Yeah. But, but it's, 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 it's learning how to not be afraid of, just reality for what it is. It, it's just information, mm. and then I get to choose how to respond to it mm. when I evaluate. The thing that's really fun for me to hear about you, Matt, is one of the things, and we've mentioned this on the podcast before, is I've always admired your daily routine with, with your morning um, uh, process of, of taking that quiet time, and that's not something that's been a part of my daily routine. There was a brief period in time in college where I was very consistent with it, but it's not something that I do on a daily basis. Um, and there are things that come into life where, you know, I'll be a little bit more disciplined with it or more times than not, I'm, I'm less disciplined with it. But the thing that I like about what you said is in your quiet time this morning, you were able to put that into practice and, and evaluate some things that you're working on and what God wants to do in your life. For me, my conviction was, man, I, I don't think I've really ever hmm. that I can remember sat down and said, okay, John, it is time to evaluate some of the things that are going on, whether they're good or bad, like your, your quote said there, uh, <clears throat> because I am that common denominator in the things that, that happen in life. And, you know, I, the, the stark reality for me was, okay, I'm not one to evaluate things necessarily. So now the hard part kicks in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? You know? And I don't have that answer. So I don't don't know. Let's close in prayer right here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Cliffhanger. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm just going to let it marinate for a little bit right now. I'm going to just be on the forefront of my mind. And as as things happen or don't happen, kind of use that as, um, you know, a little bit of a measuring stick on, okay, well, what would you have wanted to happen with this? Or what, what did you expect or not expect with these kinds of things? And evaluation can happen in any part of life, right? Not right. just your spiritual life, but in your relationships, in your parenting, in how you're running your business, how you're doing your job, um, all, all kinds of things. And man, goodness. All right, let's so, move on. So here's, <laughs> I, I think this will be helpful. Not, not just for you, but I think even for somebody listening, because I think we need to be clear that I've rarely run across people that are really good at this. Yeah. And it's because it's hard, right? Yeah. Like this is, this well, it is, requires change. Well, and that's the difficulty is once you evaluate, now you've got information and that's the problem. Hmm. Because now you have to make a decision. And, and, and the greatest struggle of evaluation, once you have information, is we think indecision is not a decision. And indecision is a decision. Mm-hmm. It, it is a decision, right? And mm-hmm. so it, it's like whether I decide to do something about it, not do something about it, or like 
be in this season of like, well, I'm deciding what I'm going to do about. It. Well, yeah, they're, they're, that's still a decision. Yeah, and here's what I believe with every ounce of my being is that I don't evaluate. Okay, fear is a big one, right? Like I, I'm afraid of what I'll find. But here's the second one, and and I think that there's probably somebody listening this week that they need to really evaluate this, or I'm ashamed preemptively about what I'll find. Hmm. And I think that for me is the difficulty of like when I have to look at that and say, shame isn't helpful. Mm-mm. And so when I evaluate, yes, there are going to be things. I mean, because we're not perfect people. And anytime we evaluate, if we did not wake up this morning and find that we have the label God, you know, like that nameplate above our house or whatnot, you know, that position currently is still occupied, right? So I'm not God. That means that I'm not perfect. So anytime I evaluate, I'm going to find something. But if shame is the thing I'm preemptively, I'm, I'm ashamed of what I'll find. Yeah. A, I don't know yet what I'm going to find. Right. B, is that shame does not actually lead me to a helpful decision with that. And so if if I could just say, like, if if I learn to say I'm afraid and I do it anyway, and I choose to not preemptively be in shame of what I'll find because that's not going to lead to anything helpful. If I, if I could take that men, that mental, like that mindset mm-hmm. into this, maybe that opens up just a little bit of a pathway for evaluation being actually helpful. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's no disagreement there that evaluation is certainly going to be helpful. You know, I like that concept of data. We get to understand some of the things, um, and, and even even learn why the results may be happening the way that those results are are happening, and evaluation will help us to determine if this is something that should continue, mm-hmm. or if this is something that should should not continue. And I think probably if if you're the guilt ridden kind of a person, a lot of times I'm motivated by guilt, uh, and sometimes you know, and, and there have been things in my life in the past that have creeped up that have caused shame, and I can be motivated by those kinds of things. Then of course you're going to fear evaluation, right. because you don't want to be living in guilt and shame, and and if that's the cause of that emotion, then you know that's that fight or flight. We're going to flee, and we're not going to do that because it's going to trigger those emotions. But a lot of times if we if we embrace that. At least, you know, the things that I've learned and heard and not necessarily put into practice, but if we embrace those things, then then that fear and that shame, that guilt, those can begin to subside in our lives. And that's what we fail to realize, right? So David in Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24, uh, has a great statement. And, and I, I want to follow David's example. Mm-hmm. And he says, search me, O God, know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Yeah. I, I think the, so the first half is there's, there's probably something offensive in me. But the second part of that is, but God, if, if I can address that, you're going to lead me in a way that's better. Yeah. And, and I think for me, David is a great example of someone that I can look at and say, well, okay, he was a murderer. And an adulterer, like mm-hmm. it's it's not that I'm trying to model myself after a guy who is perfect. All of his laundry was exposed yeah. in Scripture, and so I believe that this gives me hope that if if David can can write these words, yeah, 
that maybe I can take on that posture as well. You know, also in Psalm 26 to it, it has some of the same words. It says, examine me, O Lord, and test me, evaluate my inner thoughts and my motives. You know, and so I think that when we're, when there's an understanding that the, and we've asked the Lord to examine us, the byproduct is that we examine ourselves, right? It was interesting. Listen to that verse though, because it's inner thoughts and motives. I, I love that because that's it's, the it's, root. It, that, the, the motive, right? The motive thing is is probably sometimes more difficult to identify because the motive side is I can even be doing good things for the wrong motive, mm. which means it's it's toxic to my soul, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So this just came to me. So when you're talking about inner thoughts and motives, who are the only two beings that can evaluate that? Well, I'm going to go for, uh, I'm going to take $500 on myself and God. There you go. You know, did I, did I win? You did win, okay. you know, it, 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 because it's not, that's where, that's where everything <laughs> now, happens. Now be, be clear. Sometimes I think that my wife has an inside track there too. <laughs> so myself, God and, and my some, wife, sometimes they just know us very well. right? Well, it's just women have a, a sixth sense spiritually, man. My, my uh, goodness. It's great. Absolutely. Um, I want to take just a step back real quick as I was going through some scripture and looking at this. Um, the one thing that was really, it kind of just grabbed my heart when I was thinking through all of this is when you go back to Genesis one and you look at creation, mm-hmm. even God himself evaluated what he did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, good. he saw that it was good. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't think that he would have made anything bad, but maybe I, I don't know in his in his infinite things that, you know, he'd be like, oh, well, let's do it differently. I don't know if he would do it wrong or, or not right or it wouldn't be perfect or something like that. But he did evaluate his work. And in that process, he said, yeah, it's good. I'm going to move on to the next day. You know, and then he created the land and then he created the birds and then he created man. And in all of those things, he looked at it and he said, hey, this is good. You know, God evaluated his work. And I thought that was a really neat example for me. So I, I want to throw out one practical, tangible, like first step, because I believe that uh, if, if we were to say out of today, build in a daily time to evaluate, that will probably feel overwhelming. Yes. Okay? So... When I really don't set yourself up for failure, one hundred fifty percent don't do that, right? But what would it look like to say, "I'm going to choose once a week, just just to find even fifteen minutes just to look." So, um, most people that are in the personal development, personal organization world will will put a a prime like this is a a, a massive like hack for life. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's this idea of before you hit your week, you know, take some time to like really figure out what what are you going to accomplish this week. But before you do that, just evaluate, right? So this is like so you evaluate what what got done, what didn't get done, and then you look at okay, what 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 do I really want to do? And so for me, Sunday afternoon is typically when I do that. Mm -hmm. Is just evaluate the week and then make decisions about the next week. Yeah, it's maybe. For someone, that would just be a great place to start. Like, it's not like it takes mm-hmm. five hours. And it's just, I th- I believe when it comes to evaluation, evaluation, it's creating an intentional space for that to happen. Um, Last week, I didn't do that, right? 
And so I was getting to the weekend and I was like, why did I feel like the entire week I was just like chasing my tail hmm. the entire week? It's because the the benefit of taking that time to evaluate and then what what's the plan going forward, what that does is it actually paints a clearer target. Evaluation isn't just about what has happened. It's about putting a target about what do I want to move towards. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't want to repeat last week of chasing my tail, chasing my tail, and I, I was mentioning it to my wife, and it was like this aha moment of like, well, it's because I didn't have a good plan. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, didn't, I didn't evaluate and then make intentional decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we live, for most of us, a reactionary life. My phone rings, I answered it, the text message comes in, I look at it, like we live, you know, email comes in, we live reactionary lives. Yes. If we don't begin to shift that equation of, I'm not going to just live my life reacting, well, the only way we can stop just living a life of reacting is evaluating. Yeah, I like that. that that's, I like, you know, when you think of the things that we react to, that permeates into other things, you know, instead of, instead of be proactive in situations and, and help guide and direct and move, we're looking back at the end and, and reacting to, oh, well, that's why this happened this way is because I just, I kind of just let a bulldoze over me. Yeah. Um, there's a, a passage in the message. It's a paraphrase of, of the, of the Bible and it's second Corinthians 13, five. And I really like what this says. It says, test yourself to make sure that you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. Those annual checkups. There it is. (laughs) Your regular checkups. You need firsthand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out, and if you fail to test, then do something about it. Yeah. So we, we said earlier, uh, indecision is a decision, right? Yeah. And, uh, I, I, we're throwing, we're throwing things out every week and, and I don't believe that anyone is capable of taking like something that we throw out each week and, and implementing everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I do think this is a core issue though. Of any of the things that we've talked about of state of charge of what is the health and vitality of your soul? Hmm. Um, maybe there's something to me that's saying, the reason we didn't talk about this first is because maybe someone might be listening that wasn't even ready to hear this idea. Well, but Matt, then, but, I wasn't even ready well, to talk I, about I, I get that. And I'm saying it may be that this episode is foundational. Hmm. If someone is really saying, I want something different from my life than what I'm currently experiencing, yeah, then it's time to define reality. Yeah, And the only way we define reality is evaluation. What we always want to try to do is give a, a, a tangible reason on how to work through the topics that we that we give, right? Yep. yep. So sometimes they're they're blatant and they're they are even easy. Um, you know, if if you're suffering with gratitude, go give some things to people. Right. You know, like. Right. But I think this one, like you said, is really kind of more at the the core. And um, if you don't mind, I'd like to read Philippians four, yeah, four please, through man. eight. So this is the end of the book written to the church in Philippi. And there is an exhortation here. It's the final exhortation is the, is the title to the, to the passage. And an exhortation just really is, it's a final plea. It's a final beg. It's a, it's an urge. I urge you, you know, it's, it's not just, Oh, 
take everything that I've done and just, you know, if, if it's good for you, use it. No, this is a final exhortation. And he says, rejoice in the Lord always. And I'll say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, then think about those things. So if we're wondering, okay, well, what do I need to do to evaluate? Here is the recipe for those things. And this doesn't mean that we're going to go in and we're going to do all of these every single day. Right. But when we do evaluate, at least for my own self, it's like, okay, the, the things that I was pondering and working through, were they true? Mm-hmm. Were they noble? Were they right? Were they pure? Were they lovely? Were they admirable? Were they excellent? And if the answer is no, then let's not repeat those things. Right. And so that was kind of my takeaway. And, and again, I'm going to fail time and time again, but at least I have a recipe book for making a life um, that that I don't have to go back and look at and, and have regret. And and I believe that if if I want something more than what I'm currently experiencing – then I can't just keep running the same play. You know, that that's why I do... Well, that. what's the definition of insanity? Well, that's, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? Exactly. That's why I I believe that if even it's just, I'm going to set aside 15 minutes, and it doesn't have to be a Sunday. You, you choose whatever yeah, you work. Yeah, sure. I'm going to set aside 15 sure. minutes to just build in some, t- some time. Mm-hmm. Um, what percentage of life is, hey, we got to show up? There's a percentage. But there's another percentage of life that is I create space, you know, and, and, and when I create space, intentional space, it just gives God room to do something that could just open a doorway to something that we've never experienced before. Mm-hmm. Nice. What are your final thoughts for today? I just love that passage from, from Philippians. Um, it might be that one of the best takeaways for somebody is just to find 15 minutes and just take that passage and just mm-hmm. say, where where is this true and not true in my life on, on these things? Yeah, that that just could be an easy easy start. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Paul is he's a stud, mm-hmm. not perfect, but he's a stud. Like he truly, like just ran like full bore into this this vision and mission. But even Paul mm-hmm. speaks about areas of his life that are that are just not perfect that you know he he gives us this model of somebody that was evaluating and aware yeah. that his life wasn't perfect. Well Paul would probably not have written this letter to the Philippians in this way if it was not something that he had done in his yeah, own absolutely. life. Absolutely. And you know so he he in fact in in Romans I believe he talked about um how he struggles oh, for sure. with doing the right things. Yes for sure. You know, if there's if there is a if there if there is a category for the winner of the center, he said that it was, it was him. himself, um, and so you know that he was evaluating. Am, am I thinking on things that are true and noble? And um, I think we can end here, Matt, with saying this is this is an urge 
to you. Yep. This is an urge to me. Yep. And for those of you that are listening and you've made it this far through the episode, we would urge you to take some time and evaluate some of the things in your life and use the litmus test of whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and admirable. If it is excellent or praiseworthy, then do those things. I think that's a good place for us to kind of conclude. And our prayer for you is that you would do it. Yeah. Well, that's the prayer for myself today too. (laughs) I agree. All right, man. Well, always a pleasure to do this with you, Matt. And, uh, you know, these podcasts are just something that we love to do together. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for spending 28 of your minutes with us today. And we look forward to the next time around. We'd like to thank you for joining us today for the State of Charge podcast. We hope that today's topic encouraged you and lifted your spiritual batteries during this midweek spiritual pick-me-up. Join us each and every week as we come together and we have random, authentic, real conversations about what God is doing in our lives and how He and His Word and the people that He brings into our lives encourages us each and every day. We come to you on Wednesdays with a brand new topic. Please share this podcast if it has meant something to you. And you can also find us at anchor.fm slash state of charge. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other popular podcasting platforms. We appreciate you guys being here with us. Spread the news and let's encourage each other together. Take care and have a wonderful week.